Hello punters and welcome to the Leg Up Australia podcast. I am Sam Wood. Uh, what an interesting weekend. Uh, and then there was one. We had racing. Uh, last week's episode, the solo one that I did was a bit... Um, well, I recorded it Monday night, so within the 24 hours of the AFL and the NRL going into shutdown, so it was a little bit dark. We had some great feedback on that, so I really, really appreciate your thoughts and feedback. A lot of people said it was a little bit too dark, but I suppose that's the difference of when you record in the moment um, instead of kind of giving yourself a bit of time to process it and think about how you want to come across. I've never really thought about how I want to come across um, in life. Do you know what I mean? It's, I'm, I'm kind of a struggle to have a filter on the end of what kind of between my brain and my mouth and I kind of say what I think. And I really, I kind of wanted that. Um, I, I wanted that for last week's episode. I think... The amount of people that said it was dark, there was a, the same amount, probably more, that said that that's exactly how they were feeling. It was a very, very yeah, interesting time. But as the week rolled on, I kind of got back into, I suppose, what the rest of summer was like. Do you know I mean? It wasn't like we had the full football season and then it was ripped away from me or you know, half of the football season and it was ripped away from us. It was kind of just what it's been like over summer, looking forward to the racing and, and having a look at key races and what's coming up. Um, you know, last week I deemed it the darkest days in Australian sporting history, but it just seemed like kind of got to Wednesday and there was a light, which was Group 1 racing. Um, we had some fantastic races like so many upsets if you had a winning day then we should swap places you should be working for the leg up because uh the stuff that we picked early in the podcast um last week we had some good selection in the podcast i think together we put out three selections because we kind of aligned on a few um two out of three got up including my um my little Ruffy, not Ruffy tip, but kind of my outsider tip of at Doomben Gypsy Toff got up. I think it SP'd six fifty or seven bucks. So it was, um, but yeah, overall it was just a really interesting day. Uh, oh, look, obviously we'll go into a lot more depth of that um, meeting and and our selections and preview this week's upcoming races. Um, I, this week's upcoming races um, on Wednesday night's podcast. Hoping to get another episode up later in the week with um, Adam Campton. Um, uh, I'll go through his kind of career, well, his background and what he's doing over at Hong Kong Jockey Club at the moment and kind of the situation there. But we've got a couple of big races coming up at Hong Kong uh, the next two weeks. So we'll go through that. Um, so yeah, Rose Hill was that kind of shining light. Had no luck at Doomben. Had some horrible, there were some horrible rides up there, which I'm sure we'll go into a little bit more depth on the weekend. So Rose Hill was the saviour, um, surprisingly. So look, and and the races were a bit different this weekend. I, I suppose for me, the way I was watching them as well. Um, occasionally, I used to go to the races. Since I've moved away from Sydney, I, I barely go. I kind of have a look at, um, I suppose what's 
on at the Gold Coast Turf Club. If I've had one running of like one of my own running, I've gone up to Brisbane to have a look or I've watched my own at Sunshine Coast in a midweek, but I kind of we've moved away from, you know, getting suited and boot and blind drunk at the uh, at the races when I moved away from Sydney. Probably more often I'd go to the pub with a mate or or two mates and have a bet. Um, we used to do that as a leg up uh, quite often last year. The three of us used to go and um, have a punt, have a beer, have a bit of a chat and a catch up. But um, uh, we got the surf clubs up here in the Goldie, so there's some great tabs at some of these surf clubs. North Burley's one of my faves. Um, shout out to North Burley Surf Club. But um, yeah, it, and then probably more often than not. I would be sitting at home, um, having a few beers, watching the races. It's usually what I've been doing this summer. Um, we've got a young fella, as you know, so just playing with him and, you know, just just either doing stuff in between the races. Last year, I'd usually flick between the footy between the races, but it was funny. Um, I've got a group of mates that uh, I suppose every time I go down to Sydney, they're the first ones to reach out to catch up and we've kind of, you know just by chance had a bit of a dinner club going around and it's just a silly little, um, just a messenger group, like a Facebook messenger group. And on Facebook Messenger, you can um, do video calls. So how it comes up, so there's seven of us in the group, as, as it comes up in the video call is, um, you know, everyone's face will actually fit into your screen. So I have kind of tripods um, I'm recording on a camera now, which is on a tripod. We've had tripods for the for the recording of the leg up um, since we started, you know, because we've always put stuff on. All our content goes onto YouTube, Facebook, bloody Instagram, website, blah, blah. So we've always had these tripods. And funnily enough, I oh, the boys were calling early and everyone's kind of getting stuck into a few beers and, and, and watch, you know, chatting about the races coming up and a few tips and kind of, as the first race started to come on, and not a lot of these blokes, I mean, they're all racing fans, but not, you know, they're not massive punters, they're not massive racing fans. And these blokes are, I suppose, they're the best mates that I've got, you know, bar a few that weren't on the core, but just in that group, all those blokes are classes, you know, really, really close best mates type thing. Um, Schoolmates, like there's blokes in there I've known for 20 odd years, but, well, not 20, nearly 20 years. And, yeah, I suppose as the first race kind of rolled around, everyone was on the call, all of us. Um, uh, and blokes kind of came in and out, but we all started having beers and chatting and we kind of got, I suppose in the first couple of minutes, really moved on and <laughs> stopped talking over each other and I wish me and Pat would learn that for the podcast, but we stopped, stopped kind of chatting over the top of each other and, and it would just, after kind of like 15 minutes, it really felt like, um, we're at the pub together. And I encourage everyone to kind of try this out. We've been doing it a lot with family. Um, obviously, we're interstate from a lot of our family. Um, my old man lives up here on the Gold Coast, but he's kind of in that risk area of, of this coronavirus thing. So he hasn't been able to see Max, um, my eight-month-old son, or seven-month-old, um, coming into eight-month-old. But he... Um, or eight-month-old... I hope my wife, my wife doesn't listen to this, so she can't tell me I'm wrong. But, uh, yeah, so we've been FaceTiming a lot. Like I said, I've had that little tripod sitting out on the, the kitchen bench because we've always, 
you know, if we're having something to, if he's, if I'm feeding him or something like that, in, I'll, I'll FaceTime his, his grandma or his nanny or his, his grandpa and, and even my grandpa's his great grandpa. He, we taught him how to do FaceTime, so they're seeing a lot of that. That's kind of a part of our normal life anyway, being living in the state. But we've really kind of upped the ante because they're missing him, and and it's it's good for him to see it as well. But. So yeah, it kind of it's becoming a part of everyday life. And this video call on Saturday while we're doing the races, I think it went for the best part of six hours. And we so we just had it on Thoroughbred Central. We're betting on Sydney. We're betting on Brisbane. And um, and then Wyong, we had a few bets in Gold Coast and Bendigo. Okay, so we're betting everywhere. But for the Wyong race, for the, all the other boys, that would tick over. What we do is I. What I did at the beginning of the day is I, if there was, there's only seven of us, if there's 10 runners, I'd scratch out, I'd take a screenshot of the race and scratch out the three faves or the three in order of um, last fave for faves. But then there's seven horses and everyone had to choose seven horses of which everyone ran the worst of the lot had to scull a beer or um, do a shot. Now, obviously we, we're an we're explicit material podcast, so we will also tell you to drink responsibly. But it's just something that wasn't just having a punt and, and messaging each other. It was kind of like, it honestly felt like we were sitting around at the pub. We're probably a little bit more rowdy than if we were at the pub because, you know, we used to Sydney where you get kicked out for, you know, I don't know, anything, sneezing too loud. But... It was really fantastic. We did a brunch with my family. Um, I've got an extended family. We've got one sister, two sister-in-laws, and then I've got three stepsisters. So um, the three stepsisters and my sisters on my mum's side of the family, They um, we did a big Skype. You know, we got um, Max's little cousin who we've never met. Um, Teddy, he was on there. So it was, it was really great. You know, the two babies looking at each other on a screen. It, it's really weird, but I suppose... The whole point of me wanting to come on here and, and chat to you guys tonight is that life is going on, you know, and I wanted to put this out there because it's a real follow-up from, um, I suppose, last week's podcast where it was really hard to kind of see what was next for Australian sport. And at that stage, it was it just felt like a matter of time until the racing was closed up. Um, you know, we had Mark Zara come out um He'd been in contact with someone who had had the coronavirus. He was on a plane with, I think it was Bowman and Berry. Um, it was a bit of a, it was a couple of um, Tassie jockeys that were, had had caught up with him in, I think it was in Melbourne the week. You know, like it didn't look good. And then suddenly it came back. Racing was on, and it was fucking on. Like we were. We were keen, and and it was just like everything was normal again, and it was like what we've just put up with for the last summer, no football, and and um, and funny enough, like I'm a massive fan of all the shit around football, all the shows I listen to the, I listen to, you know, I watch all the, I listen to all the podcasts for the AFL, I watch all the AFL three sixty, the footy shows, everything like that, and I just haven't really had that. I haven't had that need to go back. I know a lot of those bikes are just kind of filling time with Fox League Live, Fox Footy Live, where they're kind of going on and they're turning these magazine shows into kind of these podcast-style shows. And the reason why they're doing that, for anyone that's not sure, is there's, there's zero production in that and they can basically put something together and 
knock it out and have it broadcasting live. Hence why they're called Fox Free Live, Fox League Live. Um, but your life was really going on, and it 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 kind of it really. Uh, I don't know. Like by the time this comes out, racing could be called off. You just don't know. But I tell you what, I did notice, and I was watching Thoroughbred Central. I, I, I'm not a huge Sky fan because I like. I like watching him parade. I like hearing the interviews with the jockeys and the trainers. And um, I do like kind of watching the extended coverage on races. Um, but obviously, I flick back and forth to kind of get, you know, if I want to have a race, a bet at Morpheville, I'll be bet at Morpheville. But the people at um, Rose Hill in Sydney on, on the weekend uh, went to extreme lengths to show, this is kind of in the pre, uh, pr- prior to race one, the coverage leading up to it. Um, they really did show the precautions they were going to. And I found out that, I, I, I kind of found that they were really showing literally anyone that was watching or anyone that was listening that they have gone to the utmost care and precaution to make sure these riders to make sure these strappers, these um, trainers, you know, there was racing managers there. I don't. There was no owners, I don't think, because I think that comes classes of public. But yeah, there was no owners. But you could even see, you know, this was a really safe environment that Racing New South Wales had created, and um, there wasn't the extended coverage at Doom, and so I didn't see that. But you could kind of see with what they'd set up, and I know the Doomben area quite well. Um, you know, they'd really spaced it out. You know, your weighing room's usually right there and then the jockeys kind of segregate and then go there. So there was a lot of um, safety measures in place, which means that, you know, that the worst thing that could possibly happen, happen to them is is having someone test positive to COVID-19 because then it's... Um, and, yeah, it, it, it just gave me the feeling that I don't think racing is going to get the knock. I don't think it's going to... Um, you know, like I said, I could be. This could be. This could age terribly before it comes out tomorrow morning. But it just seemed fairly safe, um, and you know, it was good kind of seeing that. And yeah, it it was interesting to see that you know there was quite a lot of normality to it. So quickly you get accustomed to things like, um, yeah, like you know, you could even see the trainers kind of keeping away from each other and not walking on top of each other and things like that. I think, um, uh, I can't remember his name. I've met him a couple of times. He's the, he's Gay's racing manager. When Anyway, he was hugging people. And that, so there was a little things that kind of slipped through the cracks, but those things kind of stand out as much as the isolation things these days, which is weird. But um, And in saying that, uh, we've been in isolation. One of the other blokes on that video chat that we had, this six-hour drunken drinking games, punting video chat, we had uh, one of those blokes, his missus had coronavirus. He's been in lockdown for two weeks and it's just kind of become part of it. And I suppose I suppose if, if I was going to end on anything, um, life is moving on and it's not so bad. I mean... I'm only talking around the sporting landscape and I'm not making light of any situations that are outside of it. And like um, like we've mentioned on last podcast, Pat and I are both 
owners of small businesses ourselves with employees and our employees have families and that part of it is so friggin' difficult. You know, it, it's you're changing people's lives instantly and it's just out of your hands. Um, I think the Australian government's doing a really good job with this job keeper and blah 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 and and, and and it's starting to get a little bit better. But it really did feel like we had sport on the weekend, and we did. You know, and a lot of people, even us, we categorise racing and sport, sport and racing, the leg up we do, sport and racing. But it just felt like all eyes were on the races. Everyone was, everyone I knew was 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 watching these races, having a punt, and it was just bloody brilliant. Wish it was a better day on the punt. <laughs> Oh, we couldn't string one together. Our our paid subscription, um, it went. Oh, I'm not sure if it went okay or not. I don't think it went that well on the Saturday. I think we had one or two winners. Um, from my memory, the podcast tips went well, which is funny enough. We're tipping Wednesday prior, and we're still tipping half decent things. On the day, I found it so bloody difficult. And then, um, funnily enough. Uh, we kind of, we're all kind of discussing in the premium group how you know we're kind of chasing a little bit, and then we nail a Quinella yesterday, paying eighty dollars. So, if you haven't got on board with our um, premium subscription, which is nineteen ninety nine a week now, with the, you get a seven day free trial, which is really cool. Um, just now's the best time to get on board. Head to the website thelegupaustralia.com, hit premium. Um, and you'll see we have a, a, a premium punting service where you you get the email on the Saturday, which will go through the races that we like or the horse we like, but um, you actually become part of our Facebook group where you can kind of chat to us directly, all the boys from the leg up. Um, you can talk to other punters in there, um, a lot of people you know, in the service as well, and, and, and you get tips every day now, which is cool. Which you know, This wasn't meant to be a, a plug for the premium, but... I just feel like now's a a great time to be on it because kind of there's racing every day still. So, um, yeah. So Wednesday night we'll be recording Pat and I um, some massive racing. Just turn my phone on silent, hey Sam? Yeah. Um, huge amount of racing coming up this weekend. I think we got four Group Ones. Well, I never know, but the Donny. Um, yeah, we, we got plenty on this weekend, so Pat and I will be talking about that on Wednesday night. I'm hoping to get a hold of Adam Campton from Hong Kong Jockey Club. Um, he runs Young Jockeys, Young Owners Association over there. Uh, he tips for us occasionally. Shatin was... Shit, Jamarera. He run... I think he, he rode five of the ten winners on the weekend, the Magic Man. So it'd be great if we could get a hold of him. But Campo's a really good friend of the, the page and well, he's a really good friend of ours. But he, um, he'll be great to have on. So hopefully I'll be able to get him this week, if not definitely next week because we've got the sprint on and things like that over there in Hong Kong. Guys, stay safe. Thanks for listening. Make sure you give us plenty of feedback on what you're liking about these solo podcasts, what you're not liking. Um, but yeah, we'll talk to you at the end of the week. See you.